We have a structure which is reliable, which is representing the members in its whole. There is a proudness of many of our professionals who wear the logo now on their shirt. Welcome to The Spin, brought to you by the Confederation of Professional Golf, the one-stop golf podcast fueling your hunger for eye-opening conversations and industry insight, and offering backstage passes to the inner mechanics of the global game. So, good morning, everybody, and welcome to this special edition of the Spin-Off podcast, um, hosted by me, Ian Randall, the Chief Executive of Confederation of Professional Golf, with my special guest today, the professional of Hardenberg Golf Club. You can see in the background, I'm sure Stefan will explain the uh, background picture to us. But more importantly, I think in many ways, um, well, certainly relating to, to this conversation, is soon to be retiring president of the PGA of Germany after, after some 21 years at the helm. And um, so today's special guest, Stefan Quimbach. Stefan, it's early morning here in the UK on a... On a Monday morning, you've uh, got me working early. Um, it's great to see you. And um, let's start by you just explaining that special hole behind, and then we'll talk about you as a um, as a golfer, as a person, and uh, and as a as a coach and as a president. <clears throat> Good morning, Ian. Uh, thank you very much for yeah having me here. I appreciate very much to 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 have the pleasure of talking to you this morning and seeing my background. It is the course um, my golf school is on. It's called the Lower Saxony course um, in um, Hardenberg Golf Club. And this bore is the uh, emblem of the Earl of Hardenberg. And he designed that hole or he decided to design that hole to make it a special one. It's the hole which is most known in Germany. Almost every golfer in Germany knows it. The Kaila, we call it. Of course, it is the signature hole of our course, and we have it in all our marketing. And um, yeah, it is an island green. You have a 166-meter shot into it from above. And um, yeah, it's it's fun to play. It's fun to watch, and it's really excited. Absolutely. And obviously famous for two things. Uh, one, the Kyla, and two, the, the Stefan Quimbach Golf Academy, um, which is your, your day job. Um, but obviously you've, you've fulfilled um, a very important role as president of the PGA of Germany for the last 21 years, as we've talked about as well. I'm going to start. Tell me a little bit about Stefan Quimbach. What, uh, what got you into golf? And then uh, what excited you about fulfilling a career in golf? Yeah, my parents and obviously my three sisters and me, we started golf playing 1966. So it's quite a long time ago. Uh, that time, Germany had 17,000 golfers. So it was honestly the most elite sports you could do. It was a privilege and uh, so were the courses and so were the clubs. And it, it was a fantastic time. I would never miss 12 to 13, I decided to make um, golf my favorite sport and became a reasonably good player. And from 16 or 17 on, I played scratch. Uh, I, I won the Rheinland-Pfalz, uh, which is a German regional championship twice. And we were youth champion of Germany with our club. And we were to Ireland. At the time, it was called the Air Lingus European Team Championship. And we went to Ireland and played for Germany there and was thinking, 
what can I do maybe next for a professional uh, career to work in? And till today, one of my, yeah, I would say um, talents is to explain something complicated to other people. It's like playing games or every, everything seems to be a talent from me uh, that I can explain things good. And um, that time Germany started to have courses more on a business uh, way instead of being a golf club where, where they, they want to have a society. So I thought, okay, why should I not um, try to, to make that German golf teacher education apprenticeship time? Because that time the German PGA was called the German Golf Teacher Federation. And that time, when I then in 1984 started my apprenticeship time, there were 65,000 golfers. And then I started in Frankfurt a golf club with Henning Struver, one of the most famous in that times, my apprenticeship time. From the first month, or I was then the speaker of the apprentices. And uh, more and more, I was involved in all the operations of the German Golf Teachers Federation. And yeah, it started interesting me. And Heinz Fering was my national coach when I was in the national squad. And um, as we already did the same thing, we then did with the PG of Germany, as we did the same thing with the Southern region, because he was the president and I was then the one who did the job. Uh, I asked him uh, whether he could be my president and I formed a, a board. Yeah, and then we started uh, the PGA. And then I learned with, diff with several um, international conferences that we as the German were the only ones who called themselves the German Golf Teacher Federation. All the others were PGA France and PGA of Holland and PGA of so-and-so. And I understood that there is a difference, uh, which we feel, all we feel is a big difference because we are never want to be reduced on being teachers we are professionals of the game. So then I came back to Germany and, and in 1997 I said, okay, we change it now to PGA of Germany. Of course, by a marketing aspect, in many ways, the, the biggest three letters are PGA in worldwide. Everybody knows that this has something to do with professional golf. And it is so clear that we need to have that three um, letters in our logo and it make a big change. Um, in, in, in proudness, I'm proud member of the PG of Germany. So obviously from your own perspective, from turning pro in 1984, aside from your, your work with the PGA, you've been hugely successful. Uh, you're a master professional of the PGA of Germany. You were five-star professional um, accredited by us. And, um, you know, it's a uh, it's fantastic achievement. But I'm really interested then in, as you said, it, uh, you became PGA of, of Germany in the middle of the 1990s. Tell me a little bit about Heinz, because Heinz was, uh, Heinz was um, obviously an influence for you, um, has been an influence on our organization as well, uh, on a, as a board member, as a president. Was he kind of instrumental in kind of just helping you shape some of those thoughts? My highest ambition why I do all this job is that I felt that the position of the golf professional in the golf market and in the golf clubs is not, not on the level we should have. And Heinz was always in that position. 
And it had to do with his personality. It had to do with his way he was um, uh, standing on the driving range, but playing the game and speaking and uh, representing it. He was never uh, reduced on a singular point. He was then the pro uh, who taught Bernard Langer at the beginning the game. And um, But as he, he, he did his job, it was always fantastic. He was calm, but he was a professional. And uh, always when I meet him, uh, he gives so different advices. I give you one example, and we never did it, but it's one of the most fantastic ideas I, I've, I've ever heard. When we bought the, um, th that time it was called the EPD tour, we decided to buy that uh, as we did not want to have any other ruling the professional game in Germany and in Central Europe than we should do. And when I talked to him about that tour and he said, you can really make a big step in professional golf when you would change the attitude of that professional tour. And I said to Heinz, what do you mean by that? No referees on the course. Let them play the game as it would be. The perfect game of gentlemen. As we, when we play under friends, do we need referees? No. Do we play by the rules? Yes. Is it sometimes hard? Yes. If I would play a friendly game against you, Ian, and I would have seen at number 16 that I have a small putter from my youth training in my golf bag, I would tell it to you. And you would do it to me. So I would get four strokes or lose the game. So what? Yeah. And I'd be cleaning your clubs at the end of the game. So <laughs> Very important. But we never did it. It would be a, a fantastic example. And he was always of uh, very, very important to me in terms of giving ideas which are far beyond thinking of everybody. But as his position so often was in the different ways, it helped me getting the better middle. And so he, he was and is very important. He is a, he is a true gentleman and uh, I'm proud to have spent time with him as well. And, uh, and a mentor. And we all need people to shape us as we're young and, and take, the, take the good bits and leave the bad bits and take the bits that you want uh, and apply to your own, uh, your own philosophy and, uh, and, and thinking moving forward. And obviously, Heinz was, was also um, obviously famous for... For, for bringing Bernard Langer through, but really believed in education. And I think one of your early things that you did together was work on the education program in, in Germany and professionalize the profession. So that, that respect you talk about for professionals increases because obviously you only get that respect by the quality that you give. And, and that comes from education. Yeah, education, it, it was a very, um very, very important meeting we had in Golf National in France. And then there were nine PGAs um, invited who had recent uh, education already. And we were sitting there and trying to form what we called then the minimum standards. Being there, I learned how far behind the Deutsche Golflehrerverband, we still were that name, was behind what would be the minimum and there I said, we need three years to, to adopt and change our system mm, to be a little bit above the minimum and then starting there. 
And it took us three years in 1996, then we were, and then 1997, then we get the, the, the Yes, from, from the um, committee that we were on that level. And since then, we never stopped. And uh, we changed four years ago again. And we will always change because that is so important that we, that we are leader in that part, that we always look further beyond what is the market reflecting. So the education changes so much. We are very lucky. Now, we, I think we turned the trend we were down to 30 only apprentices per year starting. And now we are again to between 65 and 80. We have, as PJF Germany, have always enough professionals for the demand of the market. And then, um, I mean, obviously, we changed the minimum standard to European standard for exactly what you're saying. And now we have the European education level system. But the idea of the, the competence of the pro is is so is so important and as you say you know you can be a great player not necessarily a great coach you can be a great coach without necessarily being a great player but the ability to have that knowledge as a player is very important uh and i think that 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 adds to the value and obviously it's a combination of the two which makes a makes a good pga professional um uh, i believe so that you know it's uh it's having that ability to play the game to a level. But as you say, most important is that you're competent in the area which you're specializing in. And uh, um, hopefully the education programs reflect that pretty strongly. That is something I would like to add. In the former days, we were grassroots professionals, more or less only looking for that, which was fine. But now, um, especially in Germany, we have we say, okay, the, the basis is your education as a, as a professional, but that means more that you are teaching professional with a little bit of competence in other fields. But then we have a career pathways formed after that. That is a real big stuff. Like you can be a manager at the end in uh, one of the biggest golf courses in Germany. You can educate yourself to be uh, specialized in pro shop and stuff so that be could be a player like Xavier Manusteros, a course architect like Dave Thomas, you would make your um, pro shop like Harrods in London and you're a teacher like John Jacobs. And um, so it was fantastic. But that is one of the nicest um, things. When I was um, uh, given the, the uh, honor of being a five-star professional of um, PGS of Europe, 1996. Uh, John Jacobs was the same year uh, getting that. And he was with Heinz, the national coach of Germany. So he knew me as a player. And that was very nice on stage when I could thank him for educating me as a player. And John Jacobs had an, an, an unbelievable uh, influence in the German market um, uh, with his fantastic teaching uh, principles and still uh, is um, for ball flight, the deep, deep uh, knowledge, uh, which he in easiest word represented to us that was so important and still is. And that was an honor that he who taught me the game was with me on the stage together and I could thank him there. That was fantastic for me. It is amazing how many people yeah. John Jacobs has influenced. I mean, 
the, the real godfather of European golf in, in many ways, from not just coaching, but also development of the European tour as well. If you speak with Ken Schofield, he'll, he'll say the same thing. Amazing, uh, amazing character. And we're talking about how we make the PGA professional more influential. The key influences in many ways on, on the game. They're the key influencer on golfers. In 2004, uh, you set up a new structure for the association in the, in the PGA of Germany. You created more of a, more separate a little bit more the business structure from the association. Was that quite a, a meaningful step as well? That was a very important um, step in even then inside the PGA to getting more professionalism. Uh, before that, uh, the board was um, the, the, the most decisive um, part, and we had to decide everything. And then Rainer Goldrian, who was uh, um, starting in the PGA in 1994 then, uh, that year, I talked to um, Michael Soling and... Um, he said, no, 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 I'm not the president. I, I work for the PGA 365 days a, a year and we have a president. I never had seen the president of the PGA of Sweden. And then I understood that Sandy Jones is not the president but he is the um, CEO and he runs the PGA. And then met Joe Staranka in, in United States of America. And, oh yeah, yeah, I'm running the PGA. And are you a professional? No. What is going wrong? We want to be the PGA we should be in terms of how big Germany is as a golf country. And now in numbers, we are fairly on the top. And I could recognize that all around the, the PGAs, which are for in, in a business part are more successful as the PGA of Germany at that time was, is they are all run more or less by CEOs and not by a president. I said then to Rainer Goldrian, if you want me to be your president, we have to change the structure, chance that you can decide as the CEO more. And now we have, I think, eight to 12 uh, eight, uh, um, employees. We have a big business in Munich where we started. And um, yeah, and now I would feel that the PGA we have formed yeah. represents me in my role as a PGA professional in my golf club. And it helps me vice versa to yeah, better our position in the market and in the individual position in the golf club. Exactly. And you know, when we see any successful PGA, you know, they have to have a staff. They have to have a CEO who is more than just a secretary, is somebody who can drive the business because... They're doing it full time, as you say. They, you know, you can only dedicate so many hours, and they're doing it full time. And I think what you've created in the PGA of Germany there is a really successful, professional, sustainable business, still for the benefit of the members, because it all comes back to the members. Without Reiner also driving the business with you over that 21-year period that we're talking about, you wouldn't have been um, half as successful as you as you have been. So uh, a, a, an important step, I think, as you say. Um, not only the meetings, we, we have regular phone calls and but we have still that formality between each other. Um, we are very proud to have them um, in our association, they're running it as a really hard 
project. Yeah, they really, they want that PGA the same as I want it. Uh, let's, let's, we bring bring ourselves up to the modern day. So um, yes, please. I mean, playing. We've talked about the EPD tour and the, now the Pro Golf Tour. How the change over those twenty-one years and well, nearly thirty years of involvement uh, on the board of uh, the PGA of Germany. A lot to a lot to be proud of there. Um, what would you like to think your you know your biggest achievements? What would you like your legacy to be now, Stefan, as you uh, uh, as you retire? Really, the the best thing is that we get the respect from the federation in Germany. Uh, in your business part, you need to be successful to be independent. So, building up a um, good business part, being capable of making the necessary necessary investments, understanding the necessity of the market, and that's the reason why we change our education all the time. Um, listening to them, whatever they are, either the industry or the federation, that would be the legacies in terms, the legacies were really that there is a proudness of many of our professionals who were the logo now on their shirt. You know, I was well, I always was amazed that all the British pros said, we are PGF Great Britain Island professionals. And no one of the Germans like Henning Struger would have said, I am a Deutsche Golflehrerverband professional. He never said that. He said, I'm a, I'm a golflehrer, I'm a golf teacher. When now our members wear the logo and say, uh, we are a PGA member, first of all, and we are professionals of the PGA, and the people listening to them have always the three letters say, oh, the PGA, what is the PGA? And, oh, it's interesting. It's a professional golf association. Oh, we heard it's, a, it, it's in America as well and, and everywhere. It's, oh, it seems to be that is, that is a level. And we are now on the level of being proud PGA as well. The greatest sentiment you said there, Stefan, is you create the pride in the association, create the pride of being a member, create the pride of, of, of wearing, the, uh, wearing the badge and that alone is is so important and i'm just going to touch on two other people i think we, we've mentioned golf is an individual sport but it's still uh, as we relate to it as well it's all about the team you mentioned reiner you mentioned uh, ines in, in your in your senior leadership in your staff i think two people who've been by your side as well have been guido and uh, akim um on the board as well i think they they're retiring as well um at this uh at this agm um anything you'd like to add there as well about that yeah that importance of the of the team and the the makeup of the board and how important that that uh that dynamic is across the uh, across the group they are close friends since many years and uh when i looked for personalities who would accompany me uh they came very quick in my mind, Achim uh, worked as my assistant pro in golf club Margaretenhof. It's based in the south of Germany, where I uh, uh, was a golf director and he was my uh, assistant pro. And we, we, yeah, we, we felt 
in friendship. And um, so then 1997, I had a problem in uh, building the board and I asked him whether he could be then inside the board and still then he is. And I think the election then 2000, when I started to be the president, um, he was then the treasurer, you call it, no? the money keeper. And Guido, I know him for many years, he wanted to be apprentice with me in Margaretenhof. I refused that time. And then he started in Good Garden. And we knew him from the beginning on. And then he was in um, Nordrhein-Westfalen, which is Düsseldorf area in Germany. And he was then the president or vice president of the PGA of Nordrhein-Westfalen. <clears throat> and we, that time, we wanted to have representatives of the bigger regional PGAs inside the board. And then he was obviously the vice president. And what Guido's position is, and he does it perfectly, is he treats all the um, contract stuff with Rainer Goldhahn, with Ines Hallenburger, or with Felix Lechner, or with everybody. He is responsible for all that. Uh, obviously, Rainer is responsible for that, but Rainer needs a contract as well, and Frau Hallenburger needs a contract as well. So that most important contract is done by uh, Guido with our um, Andreas Katzer as our lawyer, which is also a very important person. So it's, it's long-time relationships, which then, if you run a PGA and it comes to crucial points, it is trust in your character, trust in your, your relationship, and not only the, the decision in that particular point. Yeah, I feel that is so important. Why, why meeting is so much important than only um, having conferences. The, 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 the always the saying that the most important time in a conference is at evening in the bar. Talking in more or less like private interests is talking about yourself. And then you learn the other person. And then next morning you, you, you are with a different attitude. So seeing Guido and seeing Achim in many, many other opportunities bonds us together so we could make those decisions. <clears throat> and those three I just mentioned, they were in the board. Karim came two years ago into it. And one and a half years ago, I decided, or I, I started thinking of uh, changing uh, my, and, and stopping. I'm not at all tired. I'm not at all low in my energy. I'm not at all not having fantastic ideas from the future. When I look back, 19... Um, 93, where I decided is, I was 34 and, and I had some guys who were 40. And I feel now, as we have now a PGA, which is one of the best worldwide, we can be proud of having a solid financial um, fundament. We have a structure which is reliable, which um, which, which is, is representing the members in its whole, not only the teachers, but also the players, those who are greenkeepers, those who are um, managers. 
we have a, a staff which is young enough to take over as well. So I felt we should do it stepwise. We go back first, we implement a new board, but it is a good way of giving it, passing it over. I think that is a big step in the future, um, which the new board then will bring up. As you say, uh, I think uh, a big thing for most PGAs is how do we increase the influence? How do we make sure that the PGA professional title is kept is kept at the pinnacle, is kept of ultimate importance, but that the PGA member or the people who are linked to the PGA membership should be across the industry, which is uh, which is fantastic. So is that that business element? Is that at the top of the in-tray for the incoming uh, incoming board? Uh, yeah. The one thing we just mentioned with the business division um, is something, it is, it is a small plant and we have to really seed it and stuff and bring it up. And uh, hopefully then we will have an annual meeting where we can have all the PGAs, professional golfers of Germany coming together, making a big event where topics are maybe in different rooms for players or for uh, the others, but key speakers who, who are looking over the, yeah, we, we always say over the plate, so looking somewhere else. Um, the other things is still, um, how do we get back in better uh, paid tournament? How do we get sponsors attraction back? But that is something we have to deal on the legal base, on the tax base. So we have to have our influence there. Mm. We will have to carefully look how the, the market changes as the profession changes. For instance, many of the younger players coming now into the game, they look YouTube videos all the time. They, they film themselves. Our customers earlier never did that. Yeah, so the role of the teaching will change as well. And do we then educate our people to uh, fulfill that necessities in their golf clubs? I see that the new rules and the new handicap system gives us a lot of um, yeah, help. First, now we can, we are in the handicap system. My personal handicap is now by 5.2. And I hope that it will be in two years time in two or three back. And I think it's perfect because I never liked that people thought playing uh, professionals have handicap zero, which was wrong. We never had a handicap and I'm very keen on that. And I, I say to any of my colleagues in Germany, get your handicap, even it's a number of six or seven. So what? You're, you're, you're good players in your golf club. Know what you play but they know that you teach him playing better. And that's totally the case with me. And I would hope that a golf club who has good PGF Germany golf professionals is overall a better golf club. I, I, I definitely believe in that. Yeah, I definitely believe if golf club has two or three golf professionals, as I would see a golf professional be, should be has a better relationship in the golf club and a better, um, yeah, all over that. Yeah. That's, that's, I think that's uh, been the case all the, all the way back from 
1901 when the first PGA was built. So firstly, I, I just want to finish off by saying thanks for your time. Um, and I know you won't be leaving fully. Uh, I know you will still be around. And um, but uh, congratulations on. Well, I know it's been hard work, but I'm sure, as you say, it's also been your passion. Um, so uh, and yeah. uh, congratulations on a you know a really strong legacy. And um, hopefully those 2000 members of the PGA of Germany at the AGM in a, in a, in a few weeks will, uh, will congratulate you firsthand on, um, on, a, on a job well done and um, on to the next phase of, uh, of your career. Yes. Thank you very much, Ian. Thank you very much for the opportunity for today. I hope maybe yeah, some people listen to it. If not, at least we have had a nice talk. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, have a great day, Stefan. And, Thank you very much. Uh, and thanks again for your time and, and everything that you've given to the PJ of Germany. Thanks for tuning into The Spin, brought to you by the Confederation of Professional Golf. Don't forget to subscribe, stream and share this and all other episodes via the CPG website, cpg.golf. We all look forward to seeing you next time.